श्री सचिदानंद सदगुरु साईनाथ महाराज की जय द वंडरफुल लाइफ एंड टीचिंग ऑफ श्री साई बाबा टू ऑल पॉडकास्ट लिसनर्स डेडिकेशन लॉर्ड श्री कृष्ण सेज इन भगवत गीता वर्सेस 926 होसोएवर ऑफर्स टू मी विद लव और डिवोशन अ लीफ अ फ्लावर अ फ्रूट और वाटर दैट ऑफरिंग ऑफ लव of the pure and self controlled man is willing and readily accepted by me to shri sai baba the antaryami this work with myself this holy granth was originally written by govind ragunath dabulkar alias hemant pant and later translated in english from marathi by shri nv gunaji shri sai charitra chapter 1 obeisances the story of grinding wheat and its philosophical significance according to ancient and revered custom hemant pant begins the work shri sai satcharitra with various salutations first he makes obeisance to the god ganesha to remove all obstacles and make the work a success and says that shri sai is god ganesh himself second then to the goddesses saraswati to inspire him to write the work and says that shri sai is one with his goddesses and that he is himself singing his own life then to the gods brahma vishnu and shankar the creating preserving and destroying deities respectively and says that sainath is one with them and he the great teacher will carry us across the river of worldly existence then to his tutelary deity narayan adinath who manifested himself in konkan the land reclaimed by parashuram then to bharadwaj muni into whose gotra clan he was born and also to various rishis the names are as follows yagnavalya bhrugu parashar नारद वेदव्यासा, सनक सनंदन सनत कुमार सुखा शौनक विश्वमित्र वशिष्ठ वाल्मीकि वामदेव जयमिनी वैशंपयन नवयोगेंद्र एक्सेट्रा एंड ऑल्सो मॉडर्न सेंस सच एज निवृत्ति ध्यानदेव सोपन मुक्ताबाई जनार्दन एकनाथ नामदेव तुकाराम kanha and narahari etc let me explain you some meanings of some names given in this page god ganesh a son of lord shiva bears the head of an elephant and the body of a human being when starting anything he is worshiped by hindu saraswati goddesses of learning parashuram one of the avatar or incarnation of god before lord ram and the last one purush meaning a man then to his grandfather sadashiv father ragunath his mother who left him in his infancy to his paternal aunt who brought him up and to his loving elder brother then to the readers and prays to them to give their whole and undivided attention to his work and lastly to his guru shri sainath an incarnation of shri datatraya who is his sole refuge and who will make him realize that brahma is the reality and the world an illusion
and incidentally to all beings in whom the Lord God dwells. After describing in brief the various modes of devotion according to Parashar, Vyasa and Shandilya etc. The author goes on to relate the following story. It was sometime after 1910 that I went one fine morning to the masjid in Shirdi to have darshan of Sai Baba. I was wonderstruck to see the following phenomenon. After washing his mouth and face, Sai Baba began to make preparations for grinding wheat. He spread a sack on the floor and thereon set a handmill. He took some quantity of wheat in a winnowing fan and then drawing up the sleeves of his kafni that is the rope and taking hold of the peg of the handmill started grinding the wheat by putting a few handfuls of wheat in the upper opening of the mill and rotating it i thought what business baba had with the grinding of wheat when he possessed nothing and stored nothing and he lived in elms some people who had come there thought likewise but none had the courage to ask baba what he was doing immediately this news of baba grinding wheat spread into the village and at once men and women ran to the masjid and flocked there to see baba's act four bold women from the crowd forced their way up and pushing baba aside forcibly took the peg or handle into their hands and singing baba's leelas started grinding at first baba was engaged but on seeing the woman's love and devotion he was much pleased and began to smile when they were grinding they began to think that baba had no house no property no children none to look after and he lived on elms and therefore he did not require any wheat flour or making bread or roti what will he do with this large quantity of flour perhaps as baba is very kind he will distribute the flour amongst us thinking in this way and while singing they finished the grinding and after putting the hand mill aside they divided the flour into four portions and began to remove them by taking one portion per head baba who was calm and quiet up till now got wild and started abusing them saying ladies have you gone mad whose father's property are you looting away have i borrowed any wheat from you so that you can safely take the floor now do this take the floor and throw it on the village borders on hearing this the women felt abashed and whispering amongst themselves went to the outskirts of the village and spread the floor as directed by baba I asked the Shirdi people what was this that Baba did they replied that as cholera epidemic was spreading in the village this was Baba's remedy for the same it was not wheat that was ground but cholera itself was ground to pieces and pushed out of the village from this time onward the cholera epidemic subsided and the people of the village were happy i was much pleased to know all this but at the same time my curiosity was also aroused i began to ask myself what earthly connection was there between wheat flour and cholera what was the causal relation between the two and how to reconcile them
The incident seems to be inexplicable. I should write something on this and sing to my heart's content. Baba's sweet Leela's thinking in this way about this Leela. My heart was filled with joy and I was thus inspired to write Baba's life. And as we know, with Baba's grace and blessings. This work was successfully accomplished. Philosophical Significance of Grinding Apart from the meaning which the people of Shirdi put on this incident of grinding wheat, there is, we think, a philosophical significance too. Baba lived in Shirdi for about 60 years and during this long period, he did the business of grinding almost every day. Not however wheat alone, but the sins and mental and physical afflictions and the miseries of his innumerable devotees. The two stones of his mill consisted of karma and bhakti, the former being the lower one and the later the upper one. The handle with which Baba worked the mill consisted of dhyan. It was the firm conviction of Baba that knowledge or self-realization is not possible unless there is a prior act of grinding of all our impulses, desires, sins, and of three gunas, sattva, rajas, and tamas. And the ahankar which is so subtle and therefore so difficult to get rid of. This reminds us of a similar story of Kabir who seeing a woman grinding corn said to his guru Nipat Niranjan, I am weeping because I feel the agony of being crushed under the wheel of worldly existence. Like the corn in the handmill, Nipat Niranjan replied, Do not be afraid, hold fast to the handle of knowledge of this mill as I do and do not wander far away from the same. But turn inward to the center and you are sure to be saved. And by this we come to an end of chapter 1. Shri Sai Satcharitra. Bow to Shri Sai. Peace be to all. Om Sai Namo Namaha Shri Sai Namo Namaha Jai Jai Sai Namo Namaha Sadguru Sai Namo Namaha Om Sai Namo Namaha Shri Sai Namo Namaha Jai Jai Sai Namo Namaha Sadguru Sai Namo Namaha Om Sai Namo Namaha Shri Sai Namo Namaha Jai Jai Sai Namo Namaha Sadguru Sai Namo Namaha Om Sai Namo Namaha Shri Sai Namo Namaha Jai Jai Sai Namo Namaha Sadguru Sai Namo Namaha
ಸಾಯಿ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸಾಯಿ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಸಾಯಿ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಸದ್ಗುರು ಸಾಯಿ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಸಾಯಿ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸಾಯಿ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಸಾಯಿ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಸದ್ಗುರು ಸಾಯಿ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಸಾಯಿ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಸದ್ಗುರು ಸಾಯಿ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ 